It has been 400 years since the last blight, its fret and our sacrifices long since forgotten. The Chantry reminds us that it was the arrogance of men that created the first dark spawn, but few heed that message now. They say a new blight is coming to Ferelden. We have been called, but are not welcome in that wild land. Only recently did the good King Marek allow our order to return, and now, alas, he lives no more. Now his son, the young King Caelan, sits upon the throne and is advised by the hero Loghain. It is they who must hear our cause. For now, we must pray. Pray that they listen and that we are not too late. For if we cannot stand in time, it shall be others who must. I wonder who they might be and I pray, Maker, protect them all. The uh, the Templars guard the mages of the circle in that the mages generally need the Chantry's permission to do anything because certain uh, areas of study are off limits. Blood magic. And the, um, and the Templars are there to enforce the Chantry's rule over the mages. So magic is restricted because it's dangerous. And uh, Templars, you can basically consider it a bit like a paladin, more like a sort of paladin, zealot. Paladin, you turd. Uh, zealot who uh, enforces the church's rule uh, and is a drug addict. Yeah. Um, <laughs> magic. Um, there, there, is a, there is a magical substance known as lyrium, which is hard to obtain. And the mages can use it to regain their mana as a sort of magic power potion. Uh, and the Chantry feeds the uh, Templars dose, regular doses of lyrium to keep them from rebelling. And they tell the Templars it enables some of their more powerful magical disruption abilities. Basically, they're like those, oh, like, that, like that race in um, Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. I can't remember the name of them. Matt, you know, you're a geek. Yeah, but I'm not so much of a deep sleep nine geek. Uh, are you talking about the Gem Hadar? Watch yeah, that. That's the one. There, there were those two little gnome blokes in it who were really greedy and really funny, and that was the only thing worth watching in the entire. The program. laws of acquisition. <laughs> <sighs> okay, anyway, so no, so um. Danny time. Danny time. Me 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 me. Danny time. Yeah. Hello and welcome to, 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 to um. Right, to our second season of uh, Dragon Age Awesome. If you're wondering why I'm whispering, because I'm at my grandparents and we're doing character creation. I don't want to wake anybody up because I'll get moaned at. It'd be hilarious, but embarrassing for me. So I'm going to whisper. Now, with me today um, for this short character creation, we have uh, Mr. Balgin, who you all know. Say hello, Balgin. Hello, Balgin! And uh, with us, we have somebody you don't know. We have Matt, who you might have heard mentioned in our Dalish Curse stuff. Matt is one of the regular players with the Pantsus Gamers, whom we are. And um, due to, I think it was flying around the world or something redundant like that, boring stuff all people get up to, um, he wasn't able to join us for Dalish Curse, but now he is here for a band too far. So say hello, Matt. Brains. So basically what we're going to do is you're probably sitting there going, 
A band too many? What's this? We were playing Danish Curse last week. Well, um, yeah. We completed Danish Curse. It was awesome. We were epic. We kicked ass. Uh, but we had a lost episode. <clears throat> so what we're going to do is we're going to make Rat's character, and then we're going to pop in character for a little while to have um, Balgin's Dwarf uh, inform Matt's character of basically what happened last session in character. Because we're awesome like that. You can praise and us later. And pretentious. And pretentious, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you love our pretension. So, um, yeah. Hi. Give us money. We're awesome. No, we don't need your money. We don't need your money. Your dirty, bribing money. Okay, guys. Um, now, because I'm the greatest DM who's ever lived, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mind control Balgin through the character creation process. And um, using my telekinetic powers, I'm going to make it look like Balgin's taking you through the entire character creation process. Not because I don't know it, because I do. It's telekinesis. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Okay, so am I using the little square ones for this, or do I do I reach for the little triangle ones, or the one that looks like a soccer ball? Square oh, ones. no, no, you only need the square ones for this one. Excellent, Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll only ever need three of them. Unless. But make, sh but Matt, make sure that um, one of your D6 is a different colour to the other two, because that's uh, your dragon yeah. die, that's a special funky shit. That's a yeah. special thing you'll need to learn about later. Like I said, special happens. funky shit. Yeah. Oh, poop, I'm not allowed to swear. Mm -hmm. For those of you, um, yeah, for all of you who are unaware of the new uh, Panzer's Gamers Enlightenment, it has come to our attention that you might be scaring certain listeners off and certain bosses of uh, certain journalists within the party, namely me, have been a little bit concerned about the use of language in our podcasts. So now, now we're walking as angels, our halos high above our head, as we attempt to avoid cuss words and... Anatomical references. Anatomical references, thank you, Matt. Mm -hmm. In our games. So let us join our hands and sing Kumbaya the Lord together. Aww. Or not. <laughs> okay, guys, anyway, I'm going to quickly fill my, yeah. fill, fill my water cup up. So, Batraff, if you want to uh, brief Matt, I'm sure we'll in a moment. Okay, Matt, if, if you um, look at what you have before you. Uh, do you have a character sheet or just a piece of paper to write on? I have a character sheet. All right. You will see there are eight ability scores. And these are communication, constitution, cunning, dexterity, magic, perception, strength, and willpower. Mm -hmm. uh, what you're going to do is you're going to generate a number for each of these in order after which you may swap any two in their entirety. I'd like to add a point to this. Um, in our original character creation, we cocked it up. You're able to swap one set, not two sets as we did originally. Now, for the, a sense of fairness, we'll be swapping 
two sets here because that's what everybody else got and it's only fair but for those listening at home that is in fact incorrect and we're very sorry well it's what scaly got the rest of us didn't realize he'd done it <laughs> yeah that's usually uh that's usually the, uh, the way a lot of our screw-ups come about yeah if so um blame scaly so you'll be rolling 3d6 for each ability score but Excellent. the number you the number you roll will not be the number you get you're rolling on a table and uh, that would be this table that's on page 20 of the uh, player's handbook. It would indeed. Alrighty, excellent. So, take it away. Ooh, ooh, I, will. Ooh, I found the player's guide. Yay! <laughs> Danny's found his copy. I can actually join along. <laughs> and, and this, for those, of, for those of you who are veteran listeners of the Pantsless Gamers, is a sound you're, you've likely never heard before. <laughs> Dice. Can we be offered to use uh, dice rollers? The answer is nine mine fear. Okay. Three, four, and two. That would be a nine for communication. One. For those of you <clears throat> listening at home, don't get used to the sound of dice. We're only using it today because, to be honest, we really cannot be bothered to load up the dice roller. Eleven. That's going to be another one, isn't it? It's going to be another one. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're not doing any in the future has absolutely no nothing to do with the fact I don't trust Scaly. Honest. Six, six point four, fourteen. Mm -hmm. That's Which a, is two. a two. Oh, that's in uh, cunning, isn't cunning. it? Cunning. Yes, it is. <laughs> What's that, Scaly? You've rolled five eighteens in a row. Again? Wow! You're so talented. <laughs> 12 in dexterity which is also a 2, two. Yep. you'll notice it's geared slightly more towards the higher end mm -hmm. in an average roll will get you a 1 what page are we on? Never mind. 20 found it <laughs> I'm obviously the expert DM here I know everything about this system <clears throat> I've read it back to front multiple times haven't I Balkin? Um, yeah absolutely it, sometimes 14. even including no, the pages in between. Indeed. No, six, six, and four is a sixteen. 16 that would be a, yes. That's a three. Be a three in magic. Cool. Oh, That's... oh, oh. <laughs> sweet. Has he got anything so, below one yet? <laughs> uh, no, I have not. Wow. Now let's see how th let's see how thick I am with my perception. Yeah. Free. Ten. Free. 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 Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, strength. Mm -hmm. Ooh, eight, <laughs> zero. Only just. And willpower. You're gonna want a bit of willpower as a mage. Yes, we get mana from, I believe. Okay, uh, well, that, well then I'm gonna be swapping because that's a six. Ooh, ah, okay. There's another zero. Uh, you're not going to get your mana from a willpower, but it will help you resist demonic possession, which is a serious threat to mages. Why does it say in the rules about demonic possession? I'm suddenly interested. <laughs> you it's would be. mentioned briefly in the magic chapter. Okay. Um, is there a section on selling your soul? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were next. Yeah, I'll get that, to that. 
that would be probably blood magic. No, but there uh, is, there's acts of demons. There's actually the, an... the Chantry would strongly disapprove. There's a um, a new edge in Tropis called Daemonic. Um, oh, poop! What's it called? Uh, It'll come to you where you make a deal. That's it, Daemonic Pact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and I can sum that up in one sentence. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Matt's speaking, Matt speaking from experience there. <laughs> Personal experience in our last in our last Tropis campaign. <laughs> okay, Matt. So let, let's hear your ability scores as they stand. Because okay. at least one of them is going to change by the end of character creation. Correction. Correct. I've got communication one, constitution one, mm-hmm. cunning and dexterity are each two, mm-hmm. ma- magic three, perception one, strength and willpower of a big goose egg. Okay. Well, uh, what I'd probably like to mention at this time is that at any point in the game when you're trying to make an attempt to do something, it will be uh, a roll of 3d6 plus an ability score. So if it's a, if you're trying to do a strength thing, you'll do a strength roll. If you're trying to do a cunning thing, you'll do a cunning roll. Uh, so it's in a way it's similar to d20, but you're going to have more of an average bell curve and less extreme results. So basically, as I've explained uh, a couple of times, um, it's actually one of the things that are brought up by Mr. Uh, Premus when uh, we're doing the interview. Basically, the idea is in D20, because D20, everybody likes to bash D20. It's the the done thing. <laughs> People D- know it. In D20, um, Sir Awesome of Awesomeville is trying to attack um, a, a, a level zero cope. Oh, sorry, D20, there's no level zeros anymore. Ugh. Stupid modern rule sets. Trying to attack a level one kobold. Um, this is a level twenty fighter. Now, Sir Awesome of Awesomeville can still has that five static five percent chance of rolling a one and going. Oh, look! I've just stabbed myself in the face and died. Whereas using the bell curve, Sir Awesome of Awesomeville is more likely to be co- be consistently awesome. <laughs> So that's it gives a more predictable result. Yeah, that gives my, that's, that's my entire contribution to character creation. Carry on. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt. So um, as, a, as a brother to Blaine, I think we can assume you're going to be playing a human character? Yes. A uh, human probably... Apostate, probably apostate, apostate. Probably a circle <laughs> mage. Well, that's nice and simple. That's Funky all shit. on one page. Okay, so the mages in the circle, they um, they enter the circle at generally quite a young age. Uh, you're indoctrinated into this sort of, um, you know, you're taught what the circle's allowed to teach you and nothing else, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. And you're not allowed to leave the tower without uh, permission or a good reason. You're actually like, you know, this is, this is guild grounds, you will stay here, not for your own protection, for the protection of the rest of the world, the rest of the country. And this protection will be enforced by the guards who will keep you in. Basically, basically you're taught that magic is poo. That the very fact that you can cast spells is a blight upon the maker's world. And that basically you're taught... Okay, I'm going to probably insult a lot of people for this. And 
if you've listened to enough episodes by now, you can you probably understand that I'm not exactly the most politically correct person in the world. So but I, I, I apologise on less. Basically, it's like being a homosexual in a Catholic religion. You're taught that what you are is something bad and you should be ashamed of it. You should try and change yourself. But obviously, just like um, a mage, homosexuality, you're born that way. At least if you believe the same things I do, which I do. Ha ha, fuck you. And um, basically... You swore. I'm a bad, bad person. Yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners at home. I hang my in shame. He's getting better at it. I am, I am. Um, basically, you're taught that what you are is something to be shameful, and you, even though you were born that way and had no, uh, no way to stop yourself, this is a bad thing. You should be, you should be ashamed of it. You should try to use it as little as possible. Of course, that's what you attempt to be taught. Whether you actually believe that or not is entirely up to your, you and your character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, additionally, I was going to add that the way magic works in the world of Dragon Age is that it is essentially the mage's ability to dream in the real world while he's conscious and exert willful control over the world as if he was controlling a dream. And magical power comes from a place known as the Fade where everybody goes when they sleep. And it is from apart from the dwarves who don't go there. So we don't actually know if they dream or not. I believe, um, ah, uh, poop. Uh, Mr. Oh, cripes, I'm forgetting all the names now. I need to get back in the role. Um, Dragon Age lore writer, dude. Mm -hmm. Who is he? David Guider? Thank you. Or is you. it Gader or Guider? Guider. How the hell did I forget that? Um, Mr. Guider has uh, mentioned that, um, I, I'm running off memory here. Mm. I believe that dwarves do dream; they just don't dream the same manner as the rest of the world. They mm. they dream differently. Um, now, for your understanding, Matt, the fade can be probably the easiest way to describe it is it's the dreamlands in Tropis minus the fae. Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, and something the mages of the circle are often taught about is the danger of demons. Because there are spirits within the Fade that are not always benevolent, and they desire to experience real life among the living. Because the spirits and of Fade... And so... Can, may I? Or do you want to continue? I was going to... I was going to um, but you can if you want. I was, I was actually had a nice little way to go with it. Go but, on, then. let's carry on. That's it. And so a mage who uses mana and is casting spells is effectively opening himself to the Fade and making himself vulnerable to the demons that dwell within the Fade and would wish to possess him and t take his place as an abomination in the living world and wreak havoc. Now, which is something the uh, Chantry Templars are constantly aware of as a possibility. It's, it's the existence of the Templars. The Templars are there to stop rogue magicians, apostates, and to beat up um, abominate abominations and demonic entry. Now, the point I was going to add is that the reason why these spirits are like, oh my gods, I want to be alive, is because they were the first creations of the Maker. And then um, the Maker gave, they gave them all these powers to create whatever the hell they wanted. But they just didn't, they just wasted them. So the Maker created the rest of us. 
and the spirits became to become jealous of us because whilst they could create they could only create that which they would sin in our world so all they do is they they focus on emotions of people entering the fade and create from that so the fade is like a fragmented dreamlike state of the real world so say you your character is really focused on um, the chantry in a church chances are when you enter the fade the church will be there just really warped and twisted at least that's my understanding of it and the spirits most drawn to you would be the ones who would associate with the chantry and its teachings and the kind of mood you'd expect to have within a chantry chapel such as guilt or (laughs) devotion or piousness. Because each spirit latches onto a particularly powerful emotion. For example, on the nasty side, you have demons of rage, um, lust, sloth. This is uh, this is their way in of gaining entry to a person who is vulnerable. Well, no, no, no. From what I understood, um, it mm. was actually their way of feeling alive. They latch onto this yeah, emotion. It's, it's what they crave. Become this emotion. Well, so you have things like. Um, I believe it's things like duty and mm. uh, glory and th- these and are the, these, honor and honor. These are the emotions that the good spirits tend to focus on and become. Mm. So the spirits are essentially created from the negative and positive emotions of those they meet. So, in actual fact, it's, it could be said that people make the demons. Hmm. Just the same way uh, the people make the good spirits. At least that's my slant on it, but we're, get, we're getting a bit too uh, theoretical. Yeah. So, so basically, um, your mage will have been taught how to protect his mind uh, from such dangers and be constantly aware of these things. Okay. It involves not turning around and saying, um, this, this lass who I want to bone is, is dying. Um, anybody who will help her, I offer my soul. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in, in all fairness, generally, uh, when a mage is corrupted by a demon and becomes an abomination, there's a very physical change, and it's pretty obvious to everyone around that he's mutated into a big chaos demon warpy thing going around smashing stuff and blasting things yeah. to bits. So anyway, let's... So uh... you, don't, you don't need to worry about a paranoid Templar beating you up because he thinks you might be corrupted. Well, actually, you do have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, Because they don't know. They haven't seen that many. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway we'll get back into character creation. So what you need to do so, now is you need to roll a two, um, two 2d6 rolls on the mage benefit table. Now, you're using the, the right column for human. So if you could give us your first roll, please. Oh, additionally, right. you can't have the same result twice. What he said. Right. <clears throat> okay. So I'm looking for the mage benefit table, which yep, is going to be 20. on page 20. My first one rolls a 3, which gives me a willpower focus. Self-discipline. Self-discipline. Yep. So, under, so you under, just write that by willpower. And ladies and gentlemen, Alex is here. Say hello, Alex. Hello. Wasn't aware this was being recorded. <laughs> well, you are now. And my second roll gives me a a ten, which is a Ooh. cunning focus, religious lore. Nice. 
Yes. We're going to do a bit of roleplay in a bit, Alex, just to introduce Matt's character into the group so we don't have to worry too much about that um, at tomorrow or oh, Sunday. So, yeah, the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Well, if, actually, no, it would be tomorrow. Whenever we play. Not for me. Whatever, Meryl's heart. Yeah. She's my niece. Why are you whispering, though? Uh, because I'm at my grandparents. Oh. So you're going to dig Emma's in a whispery voice. No, 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 because that might give you too much of a hard-on. He's oh, going to do it in a very minimal way. Yeah. Like I usually now do. I... <laughs> now, I see a paragraph yes. right there that says playing a circle mage. Yeah, oh, you, yes. You, you get need, you need to everything give, there as well. You need to give your second role on the human benefit table. He did. He got uh, cunning religious law. Oh, that shows how much attention I was playing. So, yes, you get to... Plus one magic, so it just goes up by one. This okay. is excellent. Blaine will so find a brother. What was it? A three or, or two? I can't remember. It was a three. It is now a four. Now it's a four. Good. When Scaly was doing this, he was adding it to the three d six numbers he'd originally rolled, and we needed to clarify that no, it's the result that counts. Yes, but Scaly's our community effort. <laughs> help help bring disadvantaged people into gaming. Okay, hold on, Matt. Uh, ability focus, one of the following. Uh, cunning arcane law or cunning historical law. Okay. Um, arcane law will be about magical stuff. Historical law will be about historical stuff. Really? So they aren't just clever mm. names. Um, <laughs> arcane law would be the obvious choice. Therefore, I will choose historical law. <laughs> Understood. So in your time at the circle, you've been drawn more towards the historical tomes than the more magical ones. Mm -hmm. Because everybody likes studying war. Hmm. Yeah, especially the Second World War. So um, you can speak the trade tongue, which is basically English, yeah. and you can read ancient Tavine, which is the language of the Tavinta Imperium, which is Rome. Sort of Byzantium, Holy Roman Empire thing. So, But you can't speak it. It's just a language that they endorsed a lot of magic and used a lot of magic in the enforcing of their empire. So there are many texts of theirs that deal with magic, which is why you've been able to pick up the language. The Divinity Imperium is basically Rome, but Rome's kind of been beaten about the bush a bit now. It's kind of hiding back in the core land, so it's 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 Rome after it's become the Byzantium Empire. Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, no, it's, it's Rome after it's become Constantinople. Constantinople, yes, that's what, what I was thinking of. Hmm. Okay. So it's still about, but it's a ghost of its former self. So it's, you it's may become, now wish to turn to page 28. It's become constipated anal. Page 28. This is 28 on the PDF, so uh, 27 yes. on the... Yeah, 27 on the number, 28 on the bit in brackets beside it. And here we see the Chantry robes of breast enlargement in effect. <laughs> Once again. They seriously are quite disturbing, aren't they? This is what I imagine when we're playing the Castle White Rock and we have the... the orbs ice, of power. The, the Ice Queen um, bartender. This is, this is the sort of image I imagine. Just more white. Yeah. Those black eyebrows of her really do look so dodgy. It's like, peroxide queen, no! Be gone, you lying falsehood. 
She she looks like she's about to pull out a whip and make me bow down. I think that's wishful thinking. Reminds Danny, of... you have a very disturbing imagination. She reminds me a bit of Jess. Go figure. Okay, I'm yeah. not quite seeing it, but... Just just nod and smile. And agree. Okay, safer, Matt. Um, safer for us all. You may now wish to do uh, health. You have a health value. This is a representative of how healthy your character is, how much damage he can take, and it is by no means intended to be called hit points. It's your hit points, for Christ's sake. Instead, it's health points, yes. Okay, so 20 plus constitution plus a d6. Absolutely. So, so I'm beginning with 21, mm -hmm. and then ro rolling that die there, and looking at a result of 5, so 26. my basic arithmetic makes it a 26. Absolutely. Very clever. I think, he's, I think he's healthier than Scaly's wage was at first level already. Shrug. <laughs> um, you'll also gain some mana points. Turn, um, Emerson off. Uh, equal to 10 plus your magic stat plus a d6. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm looking at 14 mm -hmm. plus the roll of this d6. Absolutely. Ah, poop off. Wherein I see a three, so that would give me eighteen. For those of you no, listening at home, no, no, seventeen. For those, seventeen. For those of you listening at home, I heartily apologise for the random window error messages and MSN. I again am a naughty, naughty boy. I hang my head in shame. Ah, oh, shame family. Um, oh, shame family. You, you may wish. Uh, have you got a space to note weapon groups on the character sheet? Um, I have a space that said, that has three columns that says weapon, attack roll, and damage. Ah, no, no, there's uh, weapon groups are proficiencies, but you might as well enter a weapon at this point. You have All a weapon right. called Arcane Lance, which is not a weapon. It's the ability to make a generic ranged magical attack. It's pew-pew lasers. Okay. It's magic missiles. It's pew-pew lasers. With it's a also range of... Uh, with a range, range of 16, 16 yards, uh, inflicts d6 plus 4 damage because your magic stat is 4, and the attack value is at plus 4 because that's what your magic value is. Mm -hmm. If you get the magic arcane lance focus later on, that will add 2 to it because every focus is plus 2. So when you're doing an ability roll to do something, you roll the dice, you add the ability. If you've got a focus, you add another 2. Got it. But um, in the meantime, by default, the attack roll is plus four. Absolutely. And it and it does one d six plus four. Plus four damage. Damage. Why? Damages. Why the bloody hell is language, Timothy? Sorry, mother. I mean, father. No. Oh, okay. Why the the uh, devil? Yeah, that works. Why the devil does does Balgan's voice want make me want to play StarCraft? I don't know. I've never played StarCraft. Some reason. Balgan, say you need more minerals. You need more minerals? Say we require more Vespian gas. Vespian? No, Vespian. Vespian. No, Just say it. We require more Vespi gas. Uh, That's like okay. the exhaust that comes out of the back of a motor scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder. Okay, so... I, I've, um, I've always been a 
Unit lost. Unit lost. Our base is under attack. Your mission was a failure, ma'am. <laughs> okay, Matt. Um, you will, as a mage level one, know three spells. And that might not sound like very much, but there's only about 18 of them to choose from for now. Right. Uh, you will gain another spell at second level, and I believe you will be second level to be equal of the party. So yep. we can effectively say four spells all in one pick if you no, want. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it properly. We'll do it properly. Character creation and then leveling okay. up. Otherwise, we'll do the spells last because you can do everything else on this page. Um, starting talent, uh, one of the following. Chirurgy, which is... Which advanced surgery. Which Scaly has. Yeah. Linguistics or law. These would... Uh, talents, you have talents at the novice level, and then you can take them a second time to make them the journeyman level. By default, any talent you gain in character creation is at novice. Uh, linguistics, linguistics just gives you an extra language each time you take it, I think. Uh, law... Probably makes work for the GM. Law? Oh, no, no, no. Re law requires cunning of two or higher. Do you have that? Oh, of course, all we're right. skipping those for character creation, aren't we? Yeah, because the rules don't specify otherwise, you don't need to meet the requirements uh, for character creation. Novice okay. in law, you have studied hard. When you make a successful cunning test with a law focus, the GM should give you an extra piece of information on the topic. I knew well, it would make more work for me. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, if you're making a cunning test to find out about something, what you know about something, and if it's got a law focus on it, Danny would have to give you more than yeah. anyone else who had the law focus and make past the role. What is it with these yeah. games and making work for the GM? <laughs> yeah, so guess which one I'm taking. Law. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, got it. Uh, remaining stuff to do. Um, you have a uh, defense value, which is remarkably easy to calculate. It's 10 plus your dexterity. Restarting. Where have we seen a defense value calculated like that before? Restarting call, one second. Okay. So 10 plus my de dexterity equals my defense value, which is 12. Mm -hmm. Okay, for, again, those of you listening at home, um, if you hear us say restarting call every now and then, it's our new regime to... Uh, help not only eliminate any possible audio loss from having stupidly long episode files that can't be encoded properly or and basically should there be an episode a, a audio loss the most we're going to lose is half an hour to an hour which is nothing really hmm. um speed will be 10 plus your dexterity modifier right uh and you will have some Mm -hmm. And you will have some equipment consisting of the following. A backpack, although you may choose to call it a knapsack or a rucksack or whatever you will. Kit bag. Yeah. Some clothes. Uh, in your case, they will probably be circle robes so that you can be easily identified and won't be accused of being an apostate if you cast spells. Gotcha. Um, a water skin. And as you are a mage, one weapon of your choice, and a wand. Yeah, the circle robes come with a, my name, hi, my name is Larry, how can I help you? 
um, sticker, <laughs> just so people know. Okay. A weapon of um, my choice and a wand. As a, as a mage, you are proficient with weapons in the brawling and stage group. There are no weapons in the brawling group, unsurprisingly. Uh, so you automatically have all the brawling weapons you could ever need. All right, and my staves group includes a club, group. morning star, or quarterstaff. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Although arcane lance requires you to be holding a wand or staff to you to be able to focus the power and fire it off as a bolt of energy. You need one of those to be able to mimic um, either Merlin or Gandalf, depending which kind of wizard you want to be. Or that that. Uh, that annoying uh, adolescent British boy. Yes, or the annoying adolescent British boy. I actually like that show. Admittedly, I only, I only watch it to, to drool over the armor and weapons, but I like Apparently that show. the dragon is really good. It's not really good. It's average. But the armor and the weaponry is drool-worthy. I By... really like the combats. Um, Strange fetishes. Hey, hey, By really good, topic. I meant for a non-Hollywood television series. For, for BBC, it's awesome. Mm. But yes, I, I, you have to remember, Alex, I'm a hobbyist historian that focuses on medieval arms and armour, so go figure. It's okay, I forgive you. Can I have some cheese? Okay, yes, now, is there anything okay. else we might have missed? Um, I'm sure there should be a space on the... Uh, on the character sheet to put your weapon groups in brawling and staves there. If not, it should just go in the talent space as weapon groups. Okay, so before we continue on to cat on, uh, Matt, the reason why you haven't been with the party is because you went on a you went ahead well, you went on ahead and they looked to your ass and basically um, you've been trying to find some particular work because you're trying to find you're trying to get your way to from the the arse end of nowhere to Denerim, the capital for Elden land you're in. And um, to get to do that successfully, you're going to need money. So you've left your friends behind, ridden off on your donkey, to go find some proper work, some really good, high-paying work. And um, on your travels, you've um, managed to discover that a, a local ban, uh, sort of like a, uh, a leader type, a local ban is uh, is looking for some help to solve a particular issue. And now I'm just leveling up. Uh, Matt, could you roll me 3d6, please? You have some money. I knew there was something we'd missed. Yeah, I was about to say that. 18, And you can add 50 to that. 65. You have 65 silver pieces. And just like in certain MMOs, it's a hundred copper to the silver and a hundred silver to the gold. I'm sorry, and there's no. Gold. You're you're joking. You mean some aspects? You mean some aspects of this game are similar to certain <laughs> pewter <laughs> games? One. Yeah. Oh bizarre. my goodness. You mean you, Balgin, You're trying to say, and this is extremely controversial. I hope you understand. You're trying to say that a game, a, a tabletop RPG based on a computer game, has aspects similar to a computer game. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry, but I'm gobsmacked that you would suggest such. <laughs> and do you realise how controversial you're being? I know, it's such a revolutionary theory. We could be shut down for this. 
<laughs> oh dear. Uh, we okay, have absolutely so we can, no uh, life. <laughs> we can go to uh, magic spells now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, which will begin on page fifty-one. While you two are doing your spells and such, I'm going to go for a pair of right back. Oh, a pee. Um, so you will start knowing three spells at level one, and you'll get a fourth one at level two. Now, I'm saying this so that it will catch on the recording. Just a little question to both the listeners and the two people remaining here. Do you think people are getting anal about the swearing? Yes. Thank you. Then it's not yes. just me. And 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 I am I can I can uh, actually document that just by going back through my Twitter uh, history from about two to three weeks ago. There 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 are those who are um, particularly concerned about that issue. That's very concerned. Well, we're doing right. the best we can. Mm-hmm. We are indeed. So, spells, Matt. Um, Obviously, simple thing as spells where they're written out. Um, Spells are divided into four schools of magic. Uh, That's spirits is... Well, you've got primal. That's generally your elemental blasting type magic. Uh, You've got um, creation, which includes generally your healing stuff and party boosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got um, what's that for? For entropy, which is generally disabling and debilitating, and stuff you generally cast on people you don't like. And then you've got spirit magic, which is weird <laughs> sorry, stuff, which doesn't really fit into any other category. Spirit magic has things like draining Walking away. Bomb. Yeah, absolutely. It, it also has things like mana drain, mm-hmm. uh, magic shield, stuff like that. So it's it's a real mixed bag, the spirit spells. They're harder to define. There is a fifth school of magic called blood magic, which involves controlling people against their will, and the Chantry won't let the Circle Mages study blood magic. Because it's evil. Because it's very evil and wicked and bad. And if, if, if you do it, then Blaine will try and kill you, even <laughs> though you're brothers, because Blaine is brainwashed. Right? He's been indoctrinated um, brainwashed. Yeah, and they've are, given him magical crack. <laughs> are there any restrictions in this game regarding what schools I can pick spells out of, or are any of them open? No, no they're all free. The, the reason I told you about the four schools of magic is that at a later point in time, like when you get to second level, you can take uh, ability focuses in the schools, mm. which will make it easier to cast the spells. When you attempt to cast a spell, you'll be doing a magic roll, which is three dice plus your magic number, to try and meet the casting required number for the spell. And if you have the spell's school focus, you will get an extra plus two to it. Right. Got it. Excellent. Most okay, of, I, yeah. I have Most chosen of three spells. Most around 10 to 11. Okay, what have you gone for? I have got Heal, which mm-hmm. is a spell of the creation yeah. school. Cool. Mm-hmm. I have Heroic Offense, which is <laughs> hey. something I've... Something I personally am good at, and it also is is from the creation um, uh, field. Ooh. And um, I have branched out into spirit and taken spell shield. Ooh, that one is a defense boost, isn't it? Yes. 
uh, well, it is the description is um, during the time oh, the sorry, no, it, spell yes. shield is act, active, any spell cast on you has no effect. Oh, mm. sweet. Um, yeah. But you, you must spend mana equal to the spell's base mana cost that was cast at you. And um, when you run out of mana, the spell shield goes down, I believe. Mm. So it's using up your own power to power your defense against everything that is hurled against you magically. That yes. works if you've got a big enough mana pool. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, you are aware that heroic offense and heal are both touch spells. I am. Good. Just making sure you know. It, okay. it's, it's good to make sure you know now rather than find out later and regret it. Okay, so after that, we now have, I believe, leveling up. Level two. That was quick. Level two. Well, mm. what can we say? Matt's a master of this. <laughs> For those um, of you who are new to our little gathering, so to speak, uh, Matt is the eldest and most experienced and, in a way, respect most respected member of our little gaming community. It's just because he's been in the military and he can kick our asses. That may have something to do with it, yes. It may very well indeed. Although he does tend to speak a fair bit of common sense as well. That well, also that, helps. That, that does help, I mean, yes. You, you, you're considering the rest of us have no common sense whatsoever. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> okay, alright, you're making me blush. Let's move on to We that. have uncommon sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no sense. All right, let's do level two then. Matt, you gain D6 health plus your constitution. All right, so that would be, in my case, a D6 plus one. Absolutely. And I roll a five, which will Lovely. kick me up to 32. Yeah, when we leveled, only two party members didn't roll a five for their health. <laughs> oh, yeah. Including the NPC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, um... One of your one one out of cunning magic or willpower increases by one point. Hmm. Hmm. Do I increase my willpower to match my cunning, or do I just go completely Ayatollah Cattywampus and bring my magic up to five? What does that mean? I have no idea. I wish. I think it sounds uh, exciting. I think Guess it's along the lines of a fatwa, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Um, my my magic is now five. You're, All right. What, what did you say? What, I don't understand what you said. I'm confused. I, and I, scared. I, I actually <laughs> just um, made that up on the spot, so don't worry about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you also gain a new ability focus, which must be in cunning, uh, magic, or willpower. Okay, so let there me... are set lists. I'm happy to read them out to you. Go to it. Okay, cunning. One. Cunning, you have animal handling, which I fully expect Jess's character to take at level three because it would be in keeping with her background. I thought she took it level two. No. What, what, uh, would, what, would, what would... It's not a prime stat for a warrior, so she had to wait wow. to level for it. So what would uh, uh, the dwarf have? Animal manhandling? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it, it, under cunning, you got animal handling, bargaining, deception. Dwarf would have, have animal husbandry. <laughs> 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 These guys. 
<laughs> Etiquette. <laughs> Gambling. Etiquette. Investigation. Well, there is none of in this party. <laughs> uh, leadership, performance, persuasion, and seduction. <laughs> take seduction. All, totally take seduction. All things our party um, does not have. <laughs> okay. Uh, magic, magic focuses. You have arcane lance, uh, creation, entropy, primal, and spirit. And with willpower, you have courage, faith, morale, and self-discipline. <laughs> Again, something none of this group have. Hey, one I of our already have. has got courage, and one has got... Um... I already have self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm... Tempted to take either the arcane lance focus or the creation focus. Creation focus could be interesting. Um, but you, you killed my father. But with a magic, uh, with a magic of five, you should have you are little wrong. difficulty casting spells in the creation school. I mean, you. I am your James Master. No, you're not my game master. It's impossible. Search you sound nothing games. like James Earl Jones. You know it's really true. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Very well. Arcane Lance focus. Okay. Uh, most of the casting numbers are in the ten to twelve range, and you're already adding five to three dice to get them. So, um, I'm not sure if the magic focus is actually warranted. Increase the spell power as well, which should spell power is basically the saving throw difficulty. Uh, all right, well, let me take a look here. Wipes, you're increasing the saving throw difficulty. Don't my NPC, don't my monster player characters I suffer don't. enough? They handle this. No, party no, spells. they can't uh, possibly suffer yep, enough. I found it on page 50. Spell, uh, magic focus of a school does increase the spell power, so it makes it harder to resist as well. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with Matt. There's no way your NPCs could ever suffer enough. Uh, Didn't Matt suffer enough? What's your... Okay, the the <laughs> the the issue with that though is my my spell arsenal at this point are things that are not going it's, to be getting uh, a save. Yeah, no, I understood. It's about to expand. Uh, as you're a mage, you also get additional mana points, so you get an extra D6 plus your magic stat, which is now five. What's that very relaxing music in the background? Something my father's playing on his computer about four or five feet away from me. Oh, okay. Tell four him plus to share. Five equals nine, <laughs> nine and seventeen equals I now have twenty-six mana. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Tell your father to send that music to Danny, so Danny can <laughs> send it to me. I thought you were going to say so Danny can relax. Send the file to me so I can send it to Alex. What is this? Audio You'd aids. have to send it to me first. Don't <laughs> it's uh, audio anyway, communism. The, uh, audio the, last thing, the last thing you get at level 2, Matt, is uh, a new spell. Let's get, us, get, let's get us some audio herpes and spread it about the group. <laughs> okay, but let me finish up my uh, my my focus choice first. <laughs> well, and then um, we do the herpes. <laughs> yeah. First focus choice, uh, then herpes. 
<laughs> We're so uncouth. Let us. Um, I have herpes. <laughs> um, let me have a. Uh, I'll go ahead and take the uh, take the cunning focus in uh, investigation. Actually, okay. That'll be good for when we get blood and throat. No, no one actually has. Mm -hmm. From what I'm hearing, Blood and Ferodin is going to be very uh, social intrigue focused. D Ooh. Disturbingly, the uh, most diplomatic party member is the dwarf. Dist I, I don't know. I think um, Jess's character is quite diplomatic. Oh, no. I, I was talking pure numbers there because uh, uh, Jeremy brought it up last session because, yes, someone else has communication two, but the dwarf has communication one and a focus in it as well. Mm -hmm. Was it uh, okay. persuasion? I think he's got. <laughs> Yeah, that's why he can make Blaine agree to the most insane things. Yeah. Oh, lad, put these pants on your head. <laughs> Not that that's happened very much yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You guys can't persuade, yourself, can't persuade yourself out of wet paper bag as proven in multiple occasions. <laughs> what do you expect? Well, hey, I had to sit that one out, you know, because it wasn't really fair. And the other one, I was outside the room and someone decided to mercy kill a third of the captive <laughs> without informing yeah. them of his intention to do so. Yeah, good old Scaly and his NPC slaying. Yeah. I was very tempted to uh, add him to the list of the dead at that point. <laughs> but decided it might not be wise. Because we were in a bad enough situation as it was already without making it any worse. Me, 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 me. And it would have Slow the session down a bit. Carry on. What the hell? Are you high? Do I know you? Are you high? I am not high, no. I think he's, he's trying high. to be Beaker. Trying to be what? Beaker. I don't know. Beaker was the lab assistant from The Muppet oh, Show. Oh, yes, yes. We shoot you sky high. It's a very long, perverse laugh you did there. I'm a dirty old man. What can you expect? It was like. It is indeed. And then you think, okay, well, it's going to end now. It's like... I'm the games master. I I I, I focused my um, laughter learning as a child off evil can evil. Ah, I see. That would explain a lot. Mm. Huh? Also, I Dick Dastard, the Dick Dastardly, the most British man alive. Okay. Um, oh, that was no, it wasn't Dan Dare. He was so American. Dick, my... Dick Dastardly, <sighs> Muttley. Sorry, no, I meant Desperate Dan, not Dan oh, Dare. Desperate Dan. <laughs> so American. It was funny. Anyway, for my first. for my third mm. spell selection, um, fourth. fourth. Fourth, correction. Oh, yeah. Um, allow me to metagame for a moment and ask, mm -hmm. what is there any particular capability that the party lacks at this point um, or could yes. do with some more of? I have one. Damage have one. dealing. No, no, I have one. The party completely and utterly lacks sense. You got a spell that grants that? Sense, subtlety, and tactics. But hey, that's nothing tactics. unusual. That is absolutely nothing unusual with this group. The deadly crossbow of doom has been used very tactically. 
It has a 100% success record to date. There's not so much tactics Blaine can use. (laughs) He's got a sword, a shield, and there's not much he can do with that that's ingenious. And he's not that clever either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so Arcane Bolt or Flame Blast? Uh, Flame Blast is a Burning Hands type cone of cold. Arcane Bolt is a single target. Right. We don't have any multi-target spells yet. I don't think you do, but we've seen. I don't think want to risk it, but but we've seen. we've seen Arcane Bolt used to very good effect recently. Oh yes. Well, then I shall. Guess what? Arcane Bolt. As of now, we have area of effect multi-target capability. Hey! Poor, poor NPCs. It's lucky I don't poor, care poor about the NPCs as if they get in there. Yeah, this burn scaly. Burn scaly remind him of Inga. <laughs> My revenge shall come soon enough. Uh, <laughs> no, you, have, you have to rub your hands together and stay very sweet. What was that, Matt? Uh, the flame blast is eight yards long and two yards wide. So oh. it's pretty much a, a line. So it's more or less, um, if, uh, if I were thinking in uh, oh, D20, really. it's, it's more or less a lightning bolt. Mm. Oh, Danny, I so hope they have spell combos and spell interactions in set two. Guess what? I so, so, I, I so hope they have them release set two. Yeah, that as well. Actually, no, I, I hope they release Blood and Ferelden before I'm, set two. I'm personally, from where my current sitting at seat is, I'm hoping that A Band Too Far is better written than A Dalish Curse. I think because, we're all hoping that. Because, as entertaining as the latter half of Dalish Curse was, I think if we're, ha- if we're put, put through another writing quality of Dalish Curse, I don't think we'll be doing anything else beyond uh, yeah. A Band Too Many. Um, Dalish Curse... The beginning wasn't as well written as the rest of it. No, which I also... also for anybody who's actually bothered to notice, I've been um, reading a bit on uh, Operation Market Garden. So if I accidentally refer to a band too many, wait, wait, if I, if oh I, right, yeah, I'm with you now. If yeah, I, if I accidentally refer to again, refer to um, a band too many as a band too far, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just my okay. special brain being speckle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else do I need? That's no, it. that's it. You're level two now. Congratulations. Excellent. It's a remarkably oh, it's quick leveling process. It oh, and indeed. you have some experience points as well. You have Meh. the same amount as the rest 2, of us. 2,000. Something like that. Okay, I so... I have 2,000. Are, are you happy with your character, Matt? I am. Cool. What we'll do then, I'll restart the call, and we'll get into a little bit of in character so we can recap what we uh, lost in the lost episode, episode last week, and that'll set us up nicely for the weekend's game. Okay, um, I I need to uh, nip off for about four minutes That's cool. before that right. begins. I'll be right back. Okay, then we'll just hang around and not bother resetting mm. the call till you get back. Okay. So anyway, where was I? Ah, oh, yes. Alex. <sighs> I am your GM. No! It's impossible! 
sexual feelings. And also the Pantus game is scheduled. You know it to be true. Oh wait, Luke doesn't do that. No, that's, that's uh, Miss Piggy. No, that was Nikki exclaiming something uh, yes. in me. Has anybody got a stepsil? I'm bored of that now. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> and also, I have herpes. Dun, dun, dun. Do? Apparently, Alex has herpes. <laughs> I'm trying to work out why he sounds so celebratory about it. Uh, um... I think it's because he wants to share. Yeah, so if, if any of you want it, you know, you just need to ask. Oh, I've just I think I've always <laughs> wanted to aspire to herpes. I've always said, I wanted, I always said I wanted to, ha wanted to make something of my life. That's. <laughs> Herpes certainly is something. Yeah, let's give let's, let's give Balgin herpes and keep talking about it. So eventually he says something that make his dad give him look give him a weird look. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, but I wouldn't notice because I got my back to him. So, Balgin, repeat after me. I have herpes. <laughs> it's not working I don't know why you're giggling uh, this is the abject silence and ignoring of me oh no I'm not ignoring you I'm just uh, deciding if silence is better than a witty comeback or not your comebacks aren't particularly witty it depends on if I can be bothered mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I generally can't that's like me saying I'm a good GM when I can be bothered Mm-hmm. Because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not. <laughs> mm -hmm. When when Matt said this guy's basically on countdown, am I the only one who thought of Carol Vorderman? What? Was I here Re that? Referring to the story earlier yeah, we're, we're not, we may not we're mention. Not, then don't mention it, you tit. But I'm just saying it did remind me of countdown. Yes, but if, you're not, we're that, if, we're not, if we're not allowed to mention it, we don't mention it. Duh. So, um, Alex, because I can't guarantee the science of my environment, um, Blaine may be required to do more speaking than me. Yes. Returning to, um, I don't know if you were there, Balgin, were you there for the uh, discussion on how we should make it a pantsless tradition to uh, every season of every game to get Jess's character naked? Uh, In writing, yes. Yeah, we should totally do that. should totally I'm do that. I'm not so sure. I'm not uh, so sure either. Oh. I don't think she'd approve. I think she would kill us. Just... Or more specifically you. Yeah. I yeah. think she'd think you're Red Greenwood. Who? Ooh. Yeah, him. Ooh. Apparently it was a regular thing in most of his early novels. Meh. And they were always disturbed whilst getting dressed or disturbed naked and people bursting in on all the women naked. It's just like, oh, come on, mate. Yeah. Be original. If I Did do something new. Didn't um, Ed Greenwood do uh, the faggy world, uh, forgotten world realms? Yes. Yeah, I like the stuff he did on uh, different dragons of the realms um, in uh, Dragon Magazine a while back. That was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, I'm not a forgotten realms fan. 
I Beware, don't know very I many return. people who are. Welcome back, Matt. Okay, let's restart the call and I'll set the scene. The misty road spreads forth before you. Damp clouds threaten rain ahead, whilst the wind whistles through the trees that flank you upon both sides. There is some space between the road and the trees, but their, their, their presence is almost encroaching. There has not been much travel down this road, for you seek a shortcut, and so nature has begun her slow invasion of civilized property. For the most of your company, sleep has taken them in its brace. All that remains awake is Sir Dwarf and Blaine, the Templar in training. You are talking small conversation, nothing of import, when you are taken aback by a sudden appearance where dancing light moving, swaying from side to side as it approaches you. What do you do? Nobody fight to speak at once. Goram will nudge Blaine surreptitiously and announce, Heads up! Got company! Uh, Blaine's hand will go to the hilt of his sword ready as, to draw as your hand clenches the cold iron iron chilled by the night air the light breaks the mist and you see it is not some hideous monstrosity not some will-o'-the-wisp instead it is a circle mage straddled atop an aging pony on the dancing light, a little more than a lantern affixed to a pole. The circle mage's head is currently face is currently concealed in shadow, shadow formed by the hood upon his head. Oh, thankfully, it <laughs> seems it's not a uh, monster. Uh, Blaine uh, nudges. Uh, Goram back. Well, lad, it's our speciality, so get to it. Welcome, Blaine offers and approaches the mage. We already have a circle mage with us, but you're welcome to sleep with us if that is what you wish. <laughs> well, I should hope I would be welcome, brother. Blaine, and, with, uh, and, and and with that, Cyrus will toss back his hood, and uh, and uh, and Blaine will, of course, see his own face staring back at him. Oh Blaine. no, let's not make them twins. Okay. Yeah, it's a little homosexual. <laughs> that would be a bit um, twincest. <laughs> everything. Jess would make it twincest. Everybody, everything is better with twincest. No, no, only tropis. <laughs> um, and porn. Yeah, 
Wait, what? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. No, they're not twins. Definitely not twins. Cyrus is 15 years older than Blaine. There we go. Oh, I missed you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. Well, I bet some people would say it's good to be black, but I wouldn't know. Uh, <sighs> ah, Cobras. Um, um, it is Alex. Good to be black. Yes. How do you know? Good to be any color. Because uh, I am. From the waist down, anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <clears throat> the, the lizard brain doesn't quite grab that idea. What you're talking about? It, it's it's a a a, a stereotype uh, regarding oh. the anatomical endowments of those of African descent. But we can move on now. The giant man, giant black man penis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Um. Well, he's on a horse, isn't he? He's on a horse. Didn't Pony. he approach on a horse? Pony. Pony. Right, okay. Air quotes. Aging. I thought it was a donkey. Yeah, that too. An aging donkey. Yeah. <laughs> on its last legs. <laughs> and let me tell you, my old ass has had it. So, suddenly, <laughs> as um, Cyrus moves his hood and greets his brother. I'm guessing he stepped down off the, off the uh, donkey, yeah? Yes. Suddenly the donkey um, turns to you all and says <coughs> and dies. Oh, you mean <laughs> and then it dies? Yeah. Like like an aged smoker. Yeah. He just goes <coughs> like that Bleh. scene in the end of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, the donkey dies. Yeah. The, car, will... the, the car worked for as long as it was dramatically necessary for it to do so. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Blaine will uh, approach his brother and give him a, a hug. Yeah. What happened? Quick, what what'd you whisper? Uh, numerous slappy man hug. <laughs> yeah. Not a homosexual twins hug. Not a homosexual caress and squeeze the bottom kind of hug. <laughs> uh, let the fanfic begin. Oh, God. Brokeback dungeon. That happens someday. Brokeback castle. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle. Castle broke back. <laughs> That brings a whole what new... happened? I thought you were supposed to meet us Alex. earlier. Alex, it brings a whole new meaning to keep on the borderlands. <laughs> uh, nobody got my joke. No. Castle White Cat. Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do this. My brain is dead. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Castle White Cock. <laughs> okay, pretentiousness back on. Um, yes, um, I thought so too, but uh, you are uh, uh, a bit later than I expected. Whatever could have happened to have delayed you so much? 
Since when did we start reading the lines off um, <laughs> uh, piece by piece, one piece at a uh, time? Bl- Blaine <laughs> looks for his script. Um, long, meaningful pause. Glances at Goram. Who's Goram? Their oh, cage, their cage no- <laughs> stage notes, you twit. Read the lines. Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> this is a long story, brother, and I would prefer it if I got to sit down when I tell you been a long journey. Ah, here. Well, Gorham says, allow hey, me... go on, then, there's space on wagon. Um, allow me to uh, make you more comfortable. And with that, uh, uh, Cyrus takes the saddle off the dead donkey and places it uh, so that Blaine can uncomfortably sit upon it. A few flies, <laughs> a few flies, he does. Gather... Danny speaking, a few flies gather around the donkey. Bzz, 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 bzz. It seems they've been anticipating its death for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Eagerly. <clears throat> what was that village called again? Ventiva? Um, Balgan? I believe so. It was either Ventiva or Vivinta. Uh, it was Ventiva. Oh, I wanted Ventiva. it to be Vivinta. Yeah. Ventiva. Also, also Balgan, don't mute yourself. I didn't mute myself. Oh, well, somebody knocked a mute button. Anyway, carry on. Well, uh, it was back in Ventiva, actually. The uh, city was really hardly very hospitable. Was it, Goram? There were a bunch of ruddy racists. Yes, and as you may have noticed, Blaine says, pointing to uh, the other members of the group, we have two elves tagging along. We had another, uh, but uh, uh, you remember that uh, that pillar called Black Moon, who came from Circle Tower. Yeah, he he got duffed a... up by some uh, some townsfolk. There were a bit of an altercation, and he got himself dead. He's very dead, extremely dead. We checked twice. In um, her sleep, Nikki's elf mumbles something about uh, saving the loot. Well, to be fair with that one, it was, it was only uh, a matter of time, of time. Uh, um, before a a a, a, a Templar uh, took his head off. Anyway, yes, I would say that he was a prime suspect to for, to become a blood mage. Yes. What's up? We man? have a much more pleasant. Elven wizard tagging along now. It seems strange, of course, that he shows up <laughs> right when this one died. Oh wait, that's too intelligent. I'm playing just afterwards. And uh, the 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 fates often arrange things just maker, so. Not fates. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the maker often, <laughs> or in this case, the makers, um, often arrange things just so as as. One life of adventure ends, another begins. It's not for us to question it. It's just game mechanics. Is he talking about topside of religion again? I don't know. Possibly. I'm not too familiar with this maker, Faith. You don't know about the maker? Oh, right. We have our own beliefs down below ground. Ah, yes. Much more practical. Uh, 
What would those beliefs be? Ah, wait, that would be for another time. Absolutely. Our story. You're being reunited with your brother. Yes, yes. We, uh, yes. anyway, yes, there you were... Continue your exposition. We was, uh, we was attacked by black wolves, blighted with the evil taint of the blight, uh, at yeah, a farm near town. <laughs> and, uh, that were well deadly, that were. Oh, yes, they few, were. A few of us almost died. <laughs> yes, and that was, that was actually, that was actually the first hostile encounter we ever had. Ah, uh, that were horrendous, that were. Um, Fane, the war dog that's accompanying the party, kind of whimpers a little at the reminder of the Blight Wolves. Yes, Blaine will pat him on the head. Um, perhaps we can skip ahead to the more recent uh, adventures, as for some reason I feel your earlier exploits may have been previously chronicled. Oh, uh, well, uh, oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, I'm sure you've heard. Simple. And so, sometime later, the party continued the discussion upon uh, the adventures previous and reached a point not yet recorded. So, after I'd fell in river and been hauled out most unceremoniously, we uh, found our way to ruins and defeated some skeletons. Yes, and... That was fairly odd. They had this jerky movement. It was almost like a moving pictures. Or a or Harry Hansen puppets. film. <laughs> ah, and uh, inside we found uh, a load of these, uh, what do you call them, these, these daily shelves from Dale's Sea. And they were uh, t uh, chained up in cages and uh, looked like they'd been treated pretty bad. Pretty and bad. Some of they, them looked, were, uh, they looked near death, most of them. Uh, we gave them some food. And, and then, of course, and the new mage decided he would euthanize them without oh, telling anyone what he was going to do. Most unpleasant. Yes. I tell you what, of course. Tell you, I, were, uh, I were expecting an uprising, because you know what happened next, don't you? After he decided to kill some, because he said they was tainted and could not be cured and would turn into Darkspawn. <laughs> Darkspawn, of all things. Daily shelves. Whatever, what will we say next? Anyway, after he'd done all that and killed them, you'll never guess what he'd done then, but he let them all out cages. And uh, then, not uh, only that. Not only that, let, let armed them. Let me tell this part. <laughs> then Go ahead, he gave Go them ahead. weapons. <laughs> he armed the people who, whose, whose friends and family he had just slaughtered. Where's the sense in that? It's a wonder, really, they didn't kill him on the spot. I suppose yes. they realized there was some truth to his words. Of course, the irony was when we came back to the village and, oh, yes. Maybe I should let you tell sure that part. No, uh... The part where we actually came back to the village? Ah. Well, Fane in the back of the uh, cart is wiggling his legs about rather adorably as he Wines and barks at some phantom fade bunny. <clears throat> a fade bunny? Yeah. Oh, those are dangerous. They are. They're they're, 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 that's where you got that rabbit from that movie from. With his big, pint, pint, big sharp, pointy teeth. And they can jump yeah far. Uh, oh, that's the deadliest bunny rabbit in the world. <clears throat> well, we had this bit of chain, see? 
that uh, Lass had given us on the farm. And turns out this uh, this abomination or demon or whatever it was that were down in uh, in cellar place that had left, the one what was uh, turning them all into abominations, it had gone back to the village. We reckon it had gone to get chains, see? So we went back to face it. And there was some scuffle with spiders in the forest on way back. But uh, when we got that to town, it were all burning and stuff. It was quite bad, really. There yeah. were tiles falling off roofs and people shrieking and screaming and smoking. Oh, I tell you, it were unsightly, it were. Mm. Uh, and that, that monster thing, it got all nasty with big claws and trying to set fire to us and stuff. And we uh, had to duff it up good and proper. As, yes, uh, but he almost killed Danny, me. As um, as uh, Goram mentions the burning, Fane <laughs> tenderly licks one of it, uh, a portion of his fur that will never grow back again. Please, burnt off. In fact, you notice <laughs> as uh, Cyrus looks about the party, uh, most of them are sporting some kind of burns, some more than others. Uh, at least one didn't get burned at all. Actually, two of us didn't get in the fire. <laughs> yes, you lucky bastard. Uh, I suppose <laughs> I were. So, what were you uh, doing anyway? While the thing was clawing at me, you were running around, banging your shield like a lunatic. Well, you and uh, you and Talon seemed to have it under control. I thought under I'd fight off all those flatbulls that came at us. Hey, I stepped in and dealt my fair share when I had to. I were facing off that foul beast that set itself upon me first. Even if it were rather pathetic and mangy. Yes. Well, it almost beat me to death by tearing off my arms and beating me to death with those while they were on fire. Did it not that clamber up your back using your spine to sharpen its talons on yes. after it had fallen? That were just wrong, that were. It was... Yes, he says, touching his spine. <laughs> Unpleasant. It just right. its But if you told that story in a tavern, people would never believe you. Sorry. Well, we <clears> still <throat> got. Oh, sorry, sorry. Ah, well, um, it had uh, manacles on, see, on it, on its wrists, on the arms, and little bits of chain broken and dangling off. And I said to of us, "See that broken chain? We got chain here. I reckon it must join it up. So, do you reckon you can hold it down while we try and?" Attach this thing. Didn't work, mind. But it were a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea that I got the rest of us killed, but sure. And uh, when, he were, when he were when uh, were raking at you both with his great big claws, I stood there, I held it out so he could see it, and I said, I've got chain. Come take it if you can. And he didn't even try. I was most disappointed. Yes, so was I. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I wasn't, it was awesome. <laughs> anyway, Cyrus, apart from me almost dying... Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Uh, I've had quite a good time. Do you have any marmalade with you? You might want to... And so our heroes decide to mention what happened after they defeated the beastie. Well, after it were dealt with, 
all all over uh, abominations turned back into Dalish elves. See, um, at their new mage of ours, he felt all guilty on account of all those elves he'd killed because he thought they were uncurable. And now I'd, I'd like a pause here, and like a few moments for us all to let this sink in. That's right. Scaly felt guilty about NPCs he had murdered. I think Scaly felt guilty, full stop. Yeah. That's amazing enough. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I didn't think he was capable of, of that amount of, of empathy. I didn't think he was capable of empathy. <laughs> right. Well, um... Marmalade, you say? Well, funny you should mention it. I just happen to have a, a few uh, marmalade sandwiches here under my oh. hat. What's it doing under your hat? Oh, champion. And, mine. Uh, All mine. And so, as the night draws on and continues upon its merry passage through the heavens, the characters and our heroes enjoy marmalade sandwiches. Until next time, Good night. Very